Hi. Welcome to Crowdsourcing Revolution. I'm Amanda Rice. This is a show where we share stories of people taking action to make change, people building networks to support networks of support to understand and speak truth to power from positions of strength, people working together to create the world we want rather than struggling alone to survive in the world as it is. So today, I want to give a few updates and uh, tell you about a couple of websites that, um, and have a little discussion about, about the possibility of having backup plan um, for social networks, whether it's call-in or Twitter or any of these other ones where we might be able to head over. I do want to start today, though, with the with the railroad worker strike, the potential railroad worker strike. Um, there's an there's a solidarity meeting today. If you go to um, if you go to either um, Ross Gruder's Twitter or Railroad Workers United, you can sign up all the way until 5 p.m. Pacific, which is when the event starts. I, I am signed up and I plan to simulcast here on call in under a separate show. And that's, a, that's in about just a little over an hour. So I just wanted to put that up first. And, and I was just reading in Railway Age magazine about, about what's happening right now with the strike and the basics are such that there are six unions that have ratified, but there's four unions that combined represent 75% of the unionized rail employees affected by the contract negotiations. They have not ratified. And two of the ones that have rejected the deal so far, um, the first one rejected it by 57%, the second one by eight, by 60%. And so I'm looking forward to this rail solidarity meeting, which is going to be, I guess, hosted or emceed by, by um, Max Alvarez and is being um, hosted by Haymarket Books. So that's at 5 p.m. today, and if you're interested in that, like I said, I will probably be simulcasting it because I intend to be on that call because I think it'll be interesting. So in looking at Web 2.0, okay, so I think probably most of you who are in here remember when there was that all of a sudden a whole bunch of folks from Clubhouse all came over here to call in. I think that could be done on some of these other possible sites and these social, these other social tools, which I have listed in the show notes, um, include some, and I'm curious if any of you have any experience with these. I signed up for um, WT a long time ago. That's the first one. And I think after after being in what fresh hell is this and realizing that it's clear that Republicans are right wing or whatever whatever you want to call that cadre of folks has clearly has strategy i i I don't think that we would be able to get strategy for the whole left, but it 
probably a good idea if we have backup plans. And one backup plan would be finding a different opportunity to communicate. And some of these tools are open source. Some of them are more privacy focused. So WT Social is, is one of them. Mastodon, Diaspora. I'm, I'm just interested if anybody thinks that this might be, um, a valuable endeavor. Um, because I, I like the Discord server. I think there are a, a lot of different kinds of things that can be done over there. And I'm not keen to try and learn a bunch of new technologies. I don't think a whole lot of people are, but we need to find solid tools as backups in case the tools we're currently using to talk to each other and organize and get things accomplished go away. The way I look at it is call-in is kind of, we are using the resource provided by David Sachs for free right now, as long as it's available. And, and I don't mind taking advantage of the resources of people who have lots and lots of money if they're going to share. I mean, it's not like the money's coming this way, but at least we get the benefit of the platform. I think those are my, those are my big takeaways. If you guys are interested, I'm happy to read you some of the article in the railway age, but I mainly wanted to, to have a conversation and see what people think about this idea about trying to have a secondary, um, or a backup or, or what kinds of tools we might be able to use because I think I think I feel the same way I felt when I was in grad school for teaching. I'm like, stop teaching me the theory. Let me at it. Let me get it done. And we all know there's work to be done, which is why I've been going down to strike lines. And I'm hoping to have an interview with the um, United Front Committee for Labor Party President Steve Zeltzer on Saturday and some of the other people who are part of these labor and socialist type movements that are not necessarily electoral political parties, but still take political stances and mostly are a bunch of very old people because they're, they're, they've been doing it for years and years. And I think one of the strong benefits of Bernie Sanders was he brought he brought younger people to a level of interest in politics that, that I hadn't seen when I was in my thirties or my twenties. And so I'm happy for that. More people being involved and aware of what's happening is how we, you know, get better responses, at least in theory. Right. I do welcome you to call in because I do want to, I really would like to hear what you have to say or what you'd like to, um, or if you have any suggestions for possible ways we could be doing these communications. I worry, I worry that, that, that we will lose these connections because when the establishment doesn't want something to change, they will, they will break. You left okay. the other show we were just on before I made my comment. But um... <gasps> Yay! Omar, can you get in? Oh, good. So you heard me talking about Glenn Greenwald. 
What do you have okay. to say, Jenny? I would not be surprised no, if the party naturally evolves around um, Hello? Gabby yeah. Yes, and about his Glenn new, Greenwald. Yes, I was still and there. these types yes, of, of voices that we're hearing from Bree have followings. And I, I just think with Tulsi so willing to stand up and speak so clearly on the issues that are at least important to me, and I know to many, many people, it just seems logical that a new party will start forming that does, is absolutely divorced from all of the corporate money that is so problematic in our political discourse. And so I don't know what it would be called or what, what you know, how it could could form, but, you know, I just think it will just naturally evolve and we just need to be ready for it and, and, and help. Yep, I, I I think I'm kind of seeing what what I kind of see is if we can start by gathering smaller groups together and then and then build coalitions among groups of folks and by small groups I mean you know from yeah. from ten to three hundred but then build build on that. Because I think that when we try to grow too big too fast, that's when everything can flare out wrong. But if it's distributed more, less of a hierarchy and more uh, more distributed, but people have the tools because, you know, like, like I'm sure the Bernie Sanders campaign, when you joined the Bernie Sanders campaign, there was like, there was a, an infrastructure, there was an architecture, there was a you know, here's the list of things that you should know. There was some kind of structure that you could form things around. And I, and I think that that kind of thing could be built or might maybe already is built. I was just hearing, um, I was just listening to it's going down and a couple of folks from Oakland were talking about, um, Omni, which is, um, a building that, a bunch of collectives own and it's kind of interesting i i will probably do a show about it but it, there's a lot of interesting things happening that are successful across the country and i think because the media is the way the media is it's hard for us to know what these things are and i'd like to try and build that out I see politicians also. who you know can so, prove yeah. that there is no money ties to these international groups or countries and that they are truly working for the good of the American people. And I, I, I could see us calling it just an American party. I don't. Right. I don't think I don't think because of dark yeah, sorry, and, Omar, the, I, I and the butted way it. that the regulations are, I think it would be hard for us to nail down a lot of those connections because that's the whole point of the way the system's currently set up. But I do want to get to what um, Omar has to say. How are you, Omar? All right, that's all right. Button now. 
I can hear you now. Hello, Billy. And I hate, I hate using that word now because it's so tainted. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like to your point or your question about uh, finding alternatives, like having them kind of in a back burner. I'm on board with that. I mean, Colin uh, canceled Ben Norton's show. And then recently they canceled, I heard today they canceled Danny Haifong's show. And who knows who the fuck is behind that? Like that's- Wow, they a, canceled Danny Haifong? Yeah, that's what somebody uh, posted in like oh, a previous no. Colin. Like, I don't know if anybody else has any insight into I do. this. Or can I like chime, who can like I chime heard in about, who heard about it as well. Can I chime in? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. I heard that about six months ago, Colin went to people like Matt Taibbi, Glenn Greenwald, and, and maybe it was even like a year ago, but Danny was one of the people and they offered them contracts to come bring their following over to Colin to just kind of help build it. Because before they came, all these people came over, it was just like people like me who just, you know, hardly had a following at all. And we're just here chit-chatting. And so they brought in these big names like Bree and, and they paid him some money. And Danny said that his contract was up with Colin. I don't know that he necessarily was kicked off so much as the contract ended and he didn't see any reason to stay. I know on a lot of his shows, he did not have that many people listening. So he may have decided on his own to say, I'm going to just take this over to my um, other platform, which I think he's on like, um, oh, what's that one? Patreon. Because I was one of his patrons at Patreon. And he talked about it over there. So I think that's what it is more than he got kicked off. What about Ben Norton? Uh, ben Norton had 500 followers, I think, at the height of him still doing his show. And I've somebody that, should just that they canceled his show. Somebody should just ask him if he had a contract and if he was here because he was being being paid. My guess is all those contracts are up right about now. So yeah, it'll I don't. Be interesting to see who continues. Yeah, I posted some uh, links to alternatives to uh, Twitter, which yeah. is pan panquake dot com. Panquake, okay. Panquake, yeah, just how it sounds. Panquake. Uh, I think they're still like kind of uh, in the final round of of like. Uh, working on the beta, uh, but it's on the blockchain. And so they, uh, everything is transparent. They said that they're not going to have any uh, cen censorship. Uh, they're they're going to have moderators just for like very extreme cases, but you'll know like who kicked you off and it, it'll be visible to other people. Uh, and I think a couple of people that are on their board or, or kind of uh, advisory board are pretty uh, reputable people. Uh, John Kiriakou and uh, Bill Benny, Bill Benny from, yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's another alternative to Twitter. And then I posted some alternatives to YouTube, which is Rockfin, Rumble, and Odyssey. And the YouTube one kind of concerns me because I had a bunch of videos saved. What was the last? Uh, what was the, 
What was the last one? Rumble, Rockfin, and what was the last one? And, and Odyssey. I'll post it again. Okay. Yeah. I had a bunch of videos saved and uh, in playlists on YouTube, and now they're gone, like, on pretty controversial topics uh, like Israel-Palestine. And we know that the Israeli government works uh, very closely with Facebook and with Google, and they censor, they, they request certain things to be censored and they about 95% of them get censored. So, uh, yeah, I think we should do something about like the stuff that we save on there. Like it's not going to, we can't take for granted that it's going to be around. So we need a, a way to back those things up. Um, anyway, that's my two cents. No, I agree. And that's worth more than two cents. I think, I think that's great. So uh, can, can so I chime in again, Amanda? Yes. So I've heard that Elon wants to bundle everything together into one platform. And I would not be surprised if Colin somehow gets bundled into Twitter. David Sachs is right now over at Twitter headquarters helping to set up the new Twitter. And you've probably heard Elon wants to charge 20 bucks a yes. month. And then he came back and said, no, it'll be eight. And so I think eight is eight dollars a month is going to be the final cost. And they said they're mostly doing this to help get rid of the bots. And I, I believe that because the, so much of Twitter is just fake accounts. And if you charge for it, they will be less inclined to do that. So I'm all for that. I'm actually looking forward to getting my Twitter back. I've been banned from there for the last couple of months. And I was a member of Twitter Blue and they kept accepting my three ninety nine a month while I was deplatformed, which was quite insulting. They would keep taking the money, but I can't participate. So I'm excited to see what all these developments will bring in terms of new media platforms for all of us. And the free speech, speech issue is so near and dear to my heart because anytime I open my mouth, everybody just tells me to sit down and shut up. And so it's joyful to think about really being able to engage without all this canceling that I've experienced. That's why I love Colin. Nobody's canceled me yet. So those are my two cents. Thanks. Thanks, Jenny. I appreciate you. Brady. What's up, humans? What's up, human? That was an interesting experience voting. I'll have to say that there were noticeably more third-party candidates on the ballot this time around. Sorry, it's a little off-topic, but that was just a really nice... If I wanted to say that it just felt so good to just have those little, little more flavor in the selection of the ballot uh was really liberate is a really liberating feeling it felt good even though i know it was mostly um implanted whatever <laughs> emotional reaction but uh in regards to elon taking over i think it's awesome um uh really cool things been coming out so far like having his engineers go over the source code and uh go through that kind of thing but uh you know the technology is has so much potential to do so much good if we just use it the right way, you know? And I don't know if Elon is necessarily the best guy in the world to spearhead that kind of uh, revolution. But uh, I'll say that it is interesting to watch these. Uh, I'm really, really happy with what he posted on Nancy Pelosi's, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Hillary Clinton's Twitter feed in regard to Nancy Pelosi's husband. That was interesting. So that was kind of a, a direct blow back against 
exactly what Hillary Clinton was trying to do, which was weaponize investigative journalism, which has been branded as conspiracy theory these days. And uh, you'll notice that a lot of really good investigative journalism gets branded and labeled and libeled as conspiracy conspiracy theory when in, in fact people are just simply reporting reporting you know overt facts yeah so. well and and you know i'm not a fan of of the personality whether we're exalting or persecuting right you know but right. but but i i just want to come to the omni commons because one of the interesting is that there are they're a coalition of collectives in Oakland, and they bought this building that was um, an, a community center for the longest time, and and they have a um, they have a they they provide space for food, not bombs, to store food and things, but they also have the the um, something called Acta Non Verba, which elevates life in the inner city by challenging oppressive dynamics and environments through urban farming. Chiapas Support Committee, which supports autonomous healthcare and education in Zapatista communities. Um, there's a liber community liberation programs, counterculture labs, um, FYE, which is a creative coalition specializing in space activation and sorry i just went too far down space activation event curation workshops and pop-ups the global women's strike liberated lens which is a film and video collective dedicated to social change and pseudo mesh which is working with communities to build free build and operate free and open wireless networks and the pseudo room, which is a place to build, learn, reclaim technology for people. So like they take old laptops and they rebuild them, but they also teach people how to do that. So, and this is a, this is a group that's in Oakland and has been, um, has been working on this project since, um, Occupy back in the days of Occupy. That's omnicommons.org if you're interested. Does anyone else have any suggestions for how we might, um, I don't want to be the sole person deciding where, where folks should maybe try and look. Does anybody have any thoughts about that idea? One place that I've been interested in last week was the presence of echo chambers, how they form, why they form, why they're bad. Right, so that's why I'm trying to book. I'm trying to build us out of it by having by ha by bringing in a lot of different resources, and I think having other platforms because then you you know you pick up with one or two people along the way, you'll end up with a parade. Thank you. Well, if everybody thinks it's a good idea. Then, then I, I, I think that it's, I think that I'd like to suggest that folks go and check, check those things out and we'll do another show and, and not folks, including me, uh, go check this out over the next week and see if any of these are, are that great or not. Now I got these from a site called alternative.2, um, which provides 
alternative suggestions for for commercial um, tech platforms or software. So that's where I got mine. I appreciate Omar added Panquake. Is that Q Q U A K E? Panquake. You there? Yes. Okay. Can can you hear and, me? Yes, I can. It just took a second before you to unmute, I think. Yeah. And then the then the, the I agree the video the YouTube is like YouTube is definitely on its way out it has gotten too big and unwieldy so having alternatives I agree Rumble's kind of scary in terms of tech reliability on it does anybody use Vimeo or there's like there's another one that they were trying to promote a while ago. Vimeo is um, doesn't have all the kind of the social features that ah. that YouTube does. Like it's it's pretty, like it doesn't feel as lively as other as other alternatives to YouTube. Um, yeah, it, there's like no um, no chatting with people. It's oh, like so can, there's no interactivity. Got it. No, not really. It's kind of static feeling. Yeah. Well, again, this is I'm a, I'm at the beginning of my journey and I and I hope that it's not a solo journey because I think in order to be social you have to have other folks and if the other folks that I want to hang out with are not on the other platforms then where am I going to be? I'm going to be where they are. But I'd like to be somewhere where I feel safer and more private, I guess is part of my thing. Yeah, this now that feels I've got pretty my exposed. Crew, yeah. Now that I've got my crew of people that I found here, <laughs> I want to take my ball and go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but I also have crazy ideas about the way the world should work. So that's why I like being able to have these kinds of conversations. Yeah. I would love this, to hear from, yeah. from other people, but I don't, nobody's calling in. <laughs> yep, nobody's calling in. That's okay. We'll have the discussion. I've I've raised the issue. The discussion, I'm sure, will come back at some point, whether it's here on this show or elsewhere. And not every show here needs to be published. But I am going to be in about 40 minutes, um, live streaming the the railroad solidarity call that's at 5 p.m. Pacific. If you weren't here when I announced that earlier. Um, if you go to railroadworkersunited.org, you can probably still get yourself in. You can either pay $5 or you can pay $25 or you can go for free or you can donate whatever you want. And the money goes to the solidarity fund for the potential strike that it looks like is becoming more and more a real thing. November 19th is one of the first um, strike dates for for the, one of the biggest unions that is still waiting for all their votes to come in. So it looks like rank and file is just really upset with the, what the leadership of the unions have done and they're not getting, they're getting plenty of dollar compensation, but they haven't gotten any of the asks that they have related to paid time off and sick days, which is 
it must be so expensive for the companies to do that if they're willing to there they the the railroads have offered an extra $11,000 as part of their back part of back pay to all the rail workers because they've been out of contract since 2020. So they don't even have a current contract. Their contract is expired. They're just going on good faith right now. So I'm, I'm interested to hear what's going to happen at the, at the call today and hear where it comes. Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of noise on Twitter. If you haven't been following it, mm-hmm. railroad workers United is a good one to follow. If you want to see what's going on. Unfortunately, that's that's going to be happening at the same time as Katie Helper's. I know, I know, I know. It's unfortunate, but I am going to record that one for sure because I do want people to be able to hear it. And it's not one of those ones. It's not like if people want to go to it and and participate, they should go on their own and not come through call in anyway. So it'll be up for for people who want to watch Katie Helper. It'll be up for you to listen to later. Because I I'm bummed too, but I I don't want to miss this one. So so go listen to Katie Happer or come back here at five o'clock. And Katie's here. Katie starts here at six thirty or seven, right, or something. Derek, hi Derek. What's up? Hey. What's um, up, Derek? Well, I was going to say there's also you know old fashioned super stale Facebook to go to uh join if you're not already a member of all kinds of facebook political groups just join like 50 or some shit doesn't take a lot of time and then you know come up with something persuasive to encourage people to try out this other stuff you know maybe emphasize the the lack of censorship and the need Uh, for progressive voices to be heard you know, so recruit, recruit them away from Facebook, kind of. Yeah, or, uh, you know, offer them maybe something fresh. If I mean, how many people have got to be sick of just hammering away on Facebook, hoping for a miracle to happen? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I hope there's not too many people that are that are still doing that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't tell. The censorship is has been ridiculous for so long that I think just emphasizing the lack of censorship would draw uh, quite a few people. But I haven't tried this myself. All I've done is uh, say something brief about how we need more progressive and, and independent voices on Colin on my Facebook page. And I, I think maybe three people is all I got. But then again, the censorship on my page is pretty intense. So... I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Feed them. Yeah. The funnel them in. You know. Sorry. I I wish I would if if Facebook didn't have the algorithm and the ads, I'd be such a much happier camper. Same with Twitter. I just want to see my people. I don't need suggested other people. I will find other people on my own. Thank you very much. Because I find them through other ways. Okay. I don't even see my own friends on Facebook anymore. I only get like the ridiculous things that I used to follow. Yeah, I hear you. So I don't know. Um, but th- as far as uh, getting more people just to show up in the first place, 
I don't know. Is there a better alternative than that? Mm, I, I don't, I don't know. I think the answer is all of them. I think the answer is everywhere you can, but I uh, also, I want to acknowledge that it's good. It would be a good idea if, if there were some discussion about how do we, how do we, who is involved and how do we build something like a platform to start attracting people to it? We need to have the light turned on so the moths will come. Yeah. Putting together a platform should be easy. That shouldn't be hard. Should be. Yeah. We just have to do it, you know? Right. It should be easy, and it would be easy if only one person did it. But if we do it as a group, which is important, because I think this is for everybody, you know, it's that right. we, not, you know, it's the us, not not me. Well, yeah, get like maybe, you know, even just uh, five to ten people to for really sure. focus on it and then uh, bounce it off for a shit ton of other people. For sure. yeah. Because people love to, love to criticize something that already exists, right? So, yeah, I'm aware. So anybody want, if anybody would like to be on a team like that, go ahead and DM me and and let's try and put a team together. I know that Andrew's got on the Discord. We're kind of starting to work on a few things and and I want to move that forward a little bit more and try and get a few things done. It is election season. If you haven't yet voted, please vote. Um if if you're if you haven't put your ballot in the mail, go ahead and do that. If you if you're worried about it, the mail getting there in time, make sure you drop it off at a at a polling place because most states they will accept a ballot at a polling place. If you have an absentee ballot, I have not yet voted, so I am telling myself this also because I am a bad voter at the moment. But I think I know how I'm voting on most of the things. And I just got a text from somebody running for Senate who's a Republican. So this is one of the joys of being no party preference. <laughs> I get I get spammed by everybody. So, Amanda, are you suggesting that we build a platform or, or just like migrate no. to another one? Okay. No, I mean a, <laughs> pla- a political sure. platform. A political okay. platform. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Political platform. No, I think we should start. We should start. Writing our own coded Twitter. I was just about to ask you what what were you like? We need what you have in mind because, like, okay, yes. Most of these platforms they're they're running on the servers that belong either to Google, Amazon, or Microsoft. Three main companies. So, if you were to let's say, for example, try to create a platform you are still working in the confines of one, their tech stack. And then also you need, this isn't as easy as it sounds, right? Like even. Okay. So, so let's make sure we're talking about the same platform. Cause so are you guys talking about a social platform a political or no? platform and not a social platform? Oh, good, good, good. That's probably easier to do than a, than than. No political platform. We were just talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I know, I know better to than to bite off more than I can chew. I'm not trying to build a new platform. I'm just saying there might be a platform other than the ones that we're currently on that we could go and 
and you know like a mob like the mob from clubhouse did over here you know it wasn't a huge number of people but it you know it was noticeable i I know i'm probably the last person to do this but there's an existing infrastructure of different groups across this country and they're small and they don't they don't like i i've I've shown you i think i showed you one particular group which was psl but there's a lot more of them and i think maybe what would be beneficial is a way of connecting all these different groups together with commonalities as opposed to you know things that separate and divide and i'm probably the last person that should do that because i probably come up with a reason to make i'll probably alienate all of them like they they probably wouldn't be able to deal with me anyways so (laughs) so someone you need somebody somebody like uh (laughs) diplomatic and, and wholesome and I, I would say I would say someone like Andrew would be good because he'd go in and he'd he'd find a commonality and then he wouldn't create any kind of divisive issue. But there's a lot of them, and I think these groups exist, especially like in places like Instagram and Twitter. But I think each one of them has an area where they where they operate very well. You know what I mean? And they all have their angles. Um, so, like, let's say for example in New York. You have uh-huh. the People's Forum. The People's Forum. Um, but there is there is stuff that you could do with them. Like you could reach out to them and, and say, Hey, you know, I have, uh, we're having this. You know, you can create some kind of a bridge. Um, and they have a sister location in Los Angeles of some sort. I think it's called the people's forum. What's that? What's that? organization called right now they're having some kind of a i, I think they have they, they they have like vj parshad they have uh there's another lady um that that's always i think that's like i think that's the that's the other side on the on the west coast where they have a they have like like a like a relationship yeah yeah Derek said this a couple of days, oh, maybe yesterday or, or like either day before. I'm not sure, but he said it. He said, you know, this platform should be ripe with more of like leftist people, but they seem to filter into the shows for the well-known, um, you know, commentators and stuff. And it doesn't really come into the discussions. And I think, I think it might, it might be beneficial if, if you, if you, Places that are not already from people that are not already here and from places that are not represented here. You see what I'm saying? 
Mm -hmm. I do. I do. Can we plan a time when all of those people? Can I don't be know. I don't, I don't even know how to reach out to them. Like, to be honest with you, I don't I don't know how you would I mean, reach out to some. So, or maybe you hard. just send them an email and be like, hey, listen, you know, we have we have this particular um, we want to have a, a forum and we want people to to, to yeah. just call in. This is the app. Um, you know, you give them both links for for Apple and I and Android. And then you give them the, you know, like the web address and you you just discuss issues that are pertinent and important to them their issues seem to swing back and forth between everything from having a halloween party to you know listening to uh david harvey uh you know read books and and explain stuff which you know again it's a wide range yeah i like that suggestion and Derek, I invited you up. No. I think maybe um, being pushy uh, is something that, you know, most people don't necessarily want to do. Don't want to be yeah. pushy. But uh, pushy isn't the worst thing. So maybe go a little past the place where you get uncomfortable with how pushy you feel and just get a little comfortable in that space. Just go a little further. Um, you know, yeah, to be nobody, honest, uh, nobody I think a lot of people will feel wanted because of that. Yeah. True. Sorry. What's that? Nobody ever started a revolution because they were comfortable. Right, right, right. But I mean, like, like I was saying, I think it's, it's a way to get people to feel like, Oh, okay. Well, you're serious. You really do value me. It's not the worst thing. No, agreed. Agreed. So I'll, I'll bring. Try and get somebody new on here. See what happens. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. So, so I have a friend. Yeah. So I have, I have a friend. He makes, he makes uh, documentaries on graffiti oh, writers, yeah, right? So, like, I know him for, like, now probably five, Talk six years. It. And, you know, like, we all know each other, sort of, right? Like, we, especially, like, in New York, we all know of each other. We have some kind of dealings. It's, like, may, maybe, like, three degrees of separation with all of us, right? Um, so... What we wanted to do was to set something up where people can call in, talk shit. You know, it doesn't, and, and we have our own internal politics, you know, who did who, who did what, you know, who beat up who. It's just drama and nonsense, but it's, you know, again, it's it's a place where people can gather and, and like have these kinds of conversations. And one of the biggest problems that we've confronted was actually getting people to download the app. That's the hardest part. Because people will take one look at it and they'll be like, oh, but there's Instagram Live. Why would I not just download it? This is a different platform. It allows for a more cohesive conversation. The second thing is, is that you can organize stuff. So I think, I think you have to explain what the platform, you have to sell the platform. 
which is terrible because Colin is not paying us to do that. <laughs> and at the same time, we need to kind of push the platform in order to get people to to download it and uh, to come in. Scheduling is also hard. Yeah. Maybe think in terms of not selling the platform, but selling them, their voices, the importance of them contributing. You know? <laughs> That's a very long the time. The tool ago. is just the tool, right? Like there used to be party lines back in the days of landlines. You're not you know, an it was like a group chat kind of deal on your telephone. Oh yeah, well you know I'm an ancient I'm an ancient woman, so you know in the 1980s. So, so like, I, I don't I don't know how you want to market it, but I think if you get more people involved, <laughs> hey, I've been 32 I, I think since that would be beneficial. I don't know. You know, again, it becomes a it becomes a question of content. Like what what appeals to people? What appeals to certain people doesn't appeal to all people. But I think what I think this platform really needs is to stop having this kind of uh, almost masturbatory relationship with, um, you know, like the speaker. It has to be more about the content and discussion and less about like, hey, you know, this person's on. I'm going to rush in and just listen to them speak. Yes. Exactly, because that's and like no, rooted in the mentality of hating fucking anybody who's This really pathetic kind of impulse that we've been nurtured on, <laughs> waiting for a messiah figure, that sort of shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Very funny. That guy's balls the other day. Yeah, I think we need to structure, I mean, I hate, I, if anybody knew me like really well, they knew that this is really out of place for me, but we need to structure the conversations a little more because they get really chaotic uh, quick. Yeah. Uh, and, and just descend into. Well, I into... think there's a place. Amanda, she's about to say something. I was interrupting you, and I didn't want to. Oh so. no, I was I was done. Okay, I I think there is a place for chaotic because there there interesting things can come out of those conversations. I'm not comfortable in them when they get like that, but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't learn to be more comfortable in there. And like I just said. Nobody who's comfortable ever started a revolution and uncomfortableness is part of what's happening. So having, I agree. Variety is good too, too, right? Having a structure is important too. And if you know there's certain places where you go and it's going to be more structured or less structured, depending on who's the host. Derek? Yeah. And any one person might be in a completely different mood from day to day. I don't necessarily want to get into a shouting match with people every day so it's nice to just listen you know 
or take a really kind of slow collegial approach I to t- things. Variety is good. I'm guilty. Every once in a while, I, I, I want to show up on I, Schnarf at Show. At the beginning, I was letting just like too many people talk some up mad and shit. talk, and I realized that was causing. And that's okay. That's good. You might have something relevant to, say. to talk over each other, and and I was feeding into the chaos because I said, well, whoever whoever wants to speak is going to fight to speak, and that's going to be the way it'll it'll go, and that's just not the way it should be. People should take turns. But I think, you know, that structure, that, that being said, I think it, it lends itself if you have longer forums where people can speak to their concerns and their issues. But it can't just be someone ranting and And I think that all of us need to be conscious of when somebody might be indicating that we're got we've gone too far off point. Like I'm, I can be guilty of this totally. And that's, I think one of the useful things, at least for me is learning how to be better about how do we have a good conversation? And it's hard because if we were all in the same room, if I say something funny and you are all muted, I have no idea if it landed or or everybody's rolling their eyes. Where if we were in the same room, there'd be body language to tell me more about what's happening in the conversation. And and so I'm just I try to be sensitive to that. And maybe just maybe with a really sensitive, sweet tone, uh, every opportunity to talk doesn't necessarily mean that a five-minute speech needs to be given. But, hey, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. So, um, as far as Facebook goes, I wanted to add, if if anyone was thinking about going that route, trying to funnel people in, um, and I'd say be smart and and uh, go with groups that have, uh, you know, a higher concentration of people that are valuable. It's inevitable that you're going to get some goofy bot types strolling in. Um, so try to minimize that. You don't want that uh, interfering with momentum. It takes a while to f- figure out and root out who's just completely useless so or counterproductive. So go try to try to get the right people for the right reasons, you know. Yep. That's- I just want to leave us with one last thing and then I'm going to sign off and then I'll be signing back on at a little after five, still under crowdsourcing revolution to simulcast the solidarity call for the rail workers. Um, but on, on a show recently, I'm sorry, I can't remember which one. Um, there's an organization called mutual aid disaster relief.org. Um, it sounded like from the interview, they have a fairly, um, solid, um, organizational structure and goals and things like that. And it might be a model to look at. And I know mutual aid is a, is a trigger word for some people, but 
you know, when we're helping each other out, we don't need to get triggered by words, I don't think, unless they're, unless they're like bubbles. You know, you can't say bubbles with a frown. That's my wisdom for the day. You can't say bubbles with a frown. We're going to go out on a little showing democracy. Thank you everybody for coming to crowdsourcing revolution. I've been Amanda Wright. We'll be back on Saturday. It's come through a hole in the air From those lands to Yenemen Square It's coming from the field But this ain't exactly real Or it's real, but it ain't exactly there From the war against disorder From the sirens night and day From the fires of the homeless From the ashes of the gay Democracy is coming to the USA. Here in the desert far away Democracy is coming